Listening to Real Talk SLP with your host, Felice Clark, the Deviling Speechy. This is a show to help speech pathologists navigate the SLP world with real life stories to celebrate therapy successes and how to persevere when failure comes knocking on your door. Hey there, Rockstar SLPs. This is Felice Clark, the Deviling Speechy. Today on the Real Talk SLP podcast, we're going to be talking about five winter-themed books that you can use with your mod to severe caseload. And when I say mod severe caseload, I I mean that the kids that are in, you know, typically in a self-contained classroom, they have some complex communication needs, um, their attention span. If they're really engaged, maybe five minutes, but usually their attention spans like one to two minutes. Some of these students may be using you know, some sign, verbal communication, and they may also be using AAC devices or low-tech visual communication boards to help with communication. But these book recommendations could also be used with students or children in early intervention and in that preschool population. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how I adapt books to support my students you know, like to meet them where they're at with their proximal zone of development, right? Because we're always wanting to find those materials or activities that are going to push them just a little bit, but also be at the level where they are at so that they can access the curriculum or access the activity in a way that is meaningful for them, right? So for some of our kids, for example, If we were to bring a sensory bin into the therapy room, you know, some of our kids are really at that place where they're just learning to attend and share space with someone and and listen to what you're saying. And they're not necessarily going to be, you know, saying words or using their device yet. We're just be modeling. We're going to be playing and they're going to be exploring the material. Whereas you may have another student come in and you guys make a full on story with all the items in the sensory bin. Right. And so when we are looking to select books for our caseload, there's a few things that I try to do. I either try to find a book that I could use for, let's say, like my preschool through second grade group that is at grade level for first or second grade. But then I could also adapt it for my younger students. And one way that I do that is if I find a book, like let's say The Mitten, that's a fun winter book. Well, that that book has a lot of text. It has a lot of story. You have to pay attention for a very long time. So what I will do if I'm going to adapt it for different students is maybe I'm only gonna read part of the book for the session and really just focus on reading that part of the book and then doing some extension activities, talking about the pictures and then going back the next session and still reading that section of the book. Whereas maybe with my fourth and fifth graders, I'm reading that book in its entirety in the first session, and then we're going to jump into some language therapy around that story. Or I'm going to take that book and I'm going to simplify the text 
so that it's at the level where my students can access it. It's still going to have some, you know, complex sentence structures and some vocabulary, but I maybe will adapt it so that they can access it. And we often, you know, see that in the leveled reader books where it's like level one, level two, and it has simple sentences versus a paragraph. And so that's that's kind of how I look for books. But it is nice to have winter books that are really just already designed for a little bit simpler language. It has really good pictures because if you've been following me for a long time, I love incorporating literacy into my sessions. And I feel like even if a child is struggling with their attention span and or they're having a lot of sensory regulation with reading books, I still want to bring books into their world. And sometimes it just takes a few tries, reintroducing the book. I think sometimes we'll try something and then you're like, that was not, that didn't work. But I have found over the years that, you know, I keep reintroducing it again. And we don't know sometimes what our students are taking in, right? Maybe the first time they hear the book, they're just, they're just hearing it. <laughs> you know, they're taking, they're processing. Um, and then, so using it a second time. So anyway, I could go on and on about books, but today we're going to be talking about five winter themed books that you can use for your mod severe students. Now, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I talked about different winter YouTube videos that you can use with your older students. So you want to check that out. Episode 63. I have a lot of winter themed blog posts. Winter is my jam. I tried to rock winter from about January to February, typically in December, because it's a little bit shorter of a month. I rock everything about gingerbread man and cookies. So next week, you're going to want to tune in because I'm going to be talking about the gingerbread man and how you can adapt that, that theme and that book to cover a wide range of skills and cover a lot of ages on your caseload. So you're going to want to tune into that next week. But today, we're going to be talking about winter books because I figure most of you guys are just like trying to get to Thanksgiving break, <laughs> right? Because you're just like, I am drowning and I need to go relax. Um, so I hope your Thanksgiving is relaxing and that you have some really fun time with your family and that it's not stressful. I know sometimes holidays can be really stressful. And I know that, you know, life happens too with with holidays that we can't always control. So if you are having a really hard time or you've lost somebody um, or this is the first season without one of your loved ones that has passed away. I really hope that you can find some time to just be able to be present with your emotions and let yourself just grieve, process, you know, all that. Because I've I've been there. Um, my dad passed away in 2011, and it's the holidays are just a little bit harder, right? But anyway, let's move on to a little bit brighter subject of books. So you're going to want to just jot these down, keep them in the back of your mind so that after break, when you're going, <laughs> you will go, oh yeah, Felice had two great podcasts about winter themes. I'm going to go check those out. <laughs> All right. So the first winter theme book is 
the jacket I wear in the snow by Shirley Nitzel. I hope I said that correctly. And so what I love about this book is that there there's really simple sentences like this is the jacket I wear in the snow. This is the zipper that's stuck on the jacket I wear in the snow. And there's basic pictures as they talk about the different clothing items that the child's going to wear in the snow. And this one is a really great book for theme smashing. I love when I can build off of another theme or category group that co-relate and oftentimes seasonal themes like winter, spring, we can relate another theme of clothing categories. So you could talk about winter clothes and you could talk about winter weather and you can describe these items. And so it's really great for that. It definitely builds in length because it's kind of like one of those books where it's like, these are the socks wrinkled a lot that are pulled over the pants, bunchy and hot, that is stuffed in the boots too big for me, that cover the jeans stiff in the knee. So it builds like it's a repetitive textbook. So that is a great one. The Jacket I Wear in the Snow by Shirley Nitzel. Um, I'm sure you guys all know about The Snowy Day by Ezra Jack Keats. This was a classic that I grew up reading. Um, what I like about this story is it's just about an everyday snowy day, right? And there are some parts where the text, can, you know, there might be like three sentences on a picture, but you can, like I said, you can adapt those to, you can try to read it you know, the whole way through. But if you notice that your students are getting a little fidgety, that's when I start to go, okay, I'm just going to quickly go through the pictures and make a sentence about the pictures. And then I will try again um, another week. And this is a great book for also showing kids some YouTube videos of kids playing in the snow, especially if you have kids on your caseload where it doesn't necessarily snow every day. Cause this is really about a little boy who just goes outside of his I think it, his apartment or his home and goes and explores for the day. And, and where I live, we can get to the snow in about less than two hours, but we don't live in a place where snow falls outside of our house. So I really like this book because it has a lot of great verbs and descriptive words like plop, crunch. And there is a really cool sensory bin idea from Jenna Rayburn or Kirk from thespeechroomnews.com where she puts like sugar or salt in a sensory bin and then you can drag sticks and different things to make tracks. And so that is a great extension activity that goes with that book. All right. The next book that I think is great for a winter theme is Pancakes for Breakfast by Tommy DiPaolo. Hopefully I said that correctly. Pancakes for Breakfast. It's a wordless book. And the setting of the story is during the winter in a winter cottage. And what I love about this book, again, is that it really is an adaptable book because it is a wordless story. So for your younger friends, you know, or your friends that are working on building, you know, five, four to five word sentences or even if they're at the two word level, you can work on building three word sentences. You can say it's a snowy day 
old lady woke up. She thought about pancakes. So you can keep it really simple and you can even do the first four pages and really work on sequencing and story retell just with those pages. You could take some pictures of those pages in the book and then allow the student to manipulate them on a Google slide. But what is great about this book is that you can then reuse this book for kids who are able to, you know, build a longer story. They are, this book is great for dynamic assessment or even taking pre-test data just to see like, okay, what, what was their story like in the beginning? And then after I did some therapy and we retested, what changed? And so you can get some really great narrative samples with this book because it's all happening in the wintertime. And you can even use this with older kids because there's no words in it. They get to make up the story. So it's a great versatile book. All right. The next book that would be great for your caseload is called Red Sled by Lita Judge. Now, this is a scholastic book, so I'm not sure if it's still in print. But one of the things that you can, it's a wordless book pretty much as well. There's a few like scrunch, 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 scrunch type words. So there's a cottage in the woods and it's snowing and there's a red sled on the window and a bear comes by and he goes, hmm. <laughs> and he sees the sled. He takes the red sled and he goes off and he goes down the hill and then a rabbit joins him. And then the moose gets on the red sled and more animals get on the sled. So let's say you have a young friend who's working on some core words for on or go. And they're really just, you know, they're at the maybe the two word, one to two word level. You can do look, walk, go. Instead of saying walk, go. And then you can say wee, down, you know, fast. And then you can talk about what animals came on. And so you can vary what's happening in the story based on where your student's language abilities are at. And if you're doing like a whole class lesson, you know, you can aim to do, you know, a, a level that's maybe geared towards the students who are a little bit, I hate to say higher, but developmentally at a different level than other students and then scaffold it afterwards or do a modified version when you guys go into station activities and and try to reintroduce the book again at the students level. All right, last and final book that I recommend for a winter theme is Let It Snow by Marianne Coco Leifer. And so this book, I really like this book because the text is, I don't want to say simple, but it's, there's not a ton of text on each of the pages, but the pictures are very vibrant. So you can expand um, a lot of verbs because there is some research out there that says if you do it conversationally recasts of 24 unique verbs, your students will learn that grammar morpheme more efficiently. So when you look at this book, there's like on the first page, there's a girl hugging her dog. So you could say she is hugging. He is catching snowflakes. 
he is raising his hand. So you're conversationally recasting 24 unique verbs. And so I did hugging, catching, raising. That was just on one page. Then the next page, there's lacy trees, hills of white, sledding, snowmen, snowball fight. And then on the page, there's just a lot of actions. There's a boy that's sledding. So he is sledding. She is throwing the snowball. He is hiding. So right there, you just got six conversational recasts with this book. You can do a lot of shared book reading strategies with this book as well, because there are a lot of opportunities to prompt kids to to talk about what's going on in the pictures. There's a lot of theme smashing happening because the kids are wearing winter clothes. They're snuggling up inside, you know, so they talk about what's going on inside, outside, things that you can winter activities. So, you know, you're talking about a lot of different winter concepts. And so you're doing a lot of subcategories of winter clothes, winter activities, you know, what happens when the snow starts to melt. So that is a great book. All right. So to recap really quick, the five books that I would recommend to use for a winter theme with your Mod Severe caseload are... The Jacket I Wear in the Snow by Shirley Nitzel, Let It Snow by Marianne Coco Leifer, The Red Sled by Lita Judge, Pancakes for Breakfast by Tommy DiPaolo, and The Snowy Day by Ezra Jack Heat. All right, so I will link those in my show notes. I will put some blog posts in my show notes for winter, but you can just go to my website, thedabblingspeechy.com and go to the search bar under the blog section and search winter and there's winter sensory bins, (laughs) winter, all sorts of stuff. I actually just posted a new winter sensory bin that I think you will love. It's very versatile. It's a snow sensory bin. So go check that out at thedabblingspeechy.com. As always, SLPs, remember to be the SLP that every kid wants to see. Don't forget to stay inspired and I will see you all next week. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Uh